Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are travelling into the world of tomorrow, as it was seen in 1971. Well, <laughs> not technically 1971, but you know, everyone knows what I mean. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, yeah, we're heading right. We're walking down Main Street last week. We're now taking a right turn. Would that be the turn that you normally make, Dan? Or would you... What, straight away? First thing. Where, where would you Yeah, where would you normally go? Would you make a, a left, a right? Would you go straight? Um, well, I mean, it depends whether I've got what I've got fast pass for. Um, I suppose... I mean, chances are I probably go straight because I would generally have a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs. Okay. If if I can get it, yeah, I have a fast pass for that. Um, otherwise, it might be, might be Big Thunder or Haunted. So it's sort of veering off to the left. Mm. So generally, Tomorrowland's not my first stop. So you're not a fan of Space Mountain. I'm not, no, I'm not a big fan of Space Mountain. Not that Space Mountain. Don't mind the one in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, see, I, I obviously enjoy the Space Mountain in Disney World. Of course. So um, we might, we, sometimes we do get a fast pass. We tend to get a fast pass for space if, usually because we won't be able to get on Seven Dwarfs until the afternoon just because of the, the way the fast passes go so quick for that. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah, we tend to go to Tomorrowland, I think, reasonably quickly during the day, but it just, yeah, it just depends on where the fast passes land. Is that, we, is that mainly for space then, is it? Yeah, 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 definitely. But obviously, for the purposes of continuity for the podcast, we decided to just keep things simple rather than go, right, we're going to jump over to Liberty Square now and then come back over to Tomorrowland. <laughs> I mean, that's generally how my trips go. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm walking all over the place in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, there's no, it's incredibly inefficient. Yeah, there's no way that I would kind of go kind of clockwise or anti-clockwise around the park normally. But for the sake of the podcast, I think we will. Yeah. And um, so walking to the to, on the right, we're going to stick to the right-hand side of Tomorrowland and start off with an attraction. I mean, I guess to start things off, I really enjoy the theming of Tomorrowland. I know it's, a, I know it's not... The, the way that we see the future today but mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't really think that it was ever supposed to be like, let's be honest yeah I, I mean i guess like in terms of trying to keep an entire land um sort of futuristic would be an interesting challenge wouldn't it yeah yeah <laughs> and 
I really like the theming. I think at night it looks fantastic as well. And I do yeah. like, as much as I like the old sign, I do think the old sign and the new sign does look pretty cool. Yeah, I, I agree that from what I've seen, the new sign looks really good. Yeah, we nice job with that. Yeah, we, we got this to the park. I remember our first day on our honeymoon, we got to the park really early. Because mm. I think it opened at seven or it was seven or eight. I think it was super early though. And we went oh, after stopping at Starbucks, obviously. Of course. We went straight to Tomorrowland and saw the sign because it was still dark. Was oh, what? Yeah, first thing. Early morning. Yeah, we still, yeah, it was lit up and it did look cool. And it was relatively new at that point. So, yeah, I do, I do like Tomorrowland. I get, but we're going pre COVID days. I think everyone needs to understand about these shows. There's no good old days. Talking. Yeah, there's no point in talking through half a land. So, we're going pre COVID and we're starting on the right hand side in an attraction that. I think I think I'm right in saying that both Dan and I really do dislike. <laughs> and it's Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of love for this attraction. No. Um, I think I think we've we've mentioned it several times in the past, haven't we? I don't, it doesn't feel necessarily I think British people as a whole would find that uncomfortable. Yes, I, I agree. I'm not going to say everyone, but as like the large part, a lot, a lot of us do. Yeah, a yeah. lot of us don't like being picked on. Um, I think the idea for the attraction is is a good one, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be in Tomorrowland, in my mind. It just doesn't. No, no. I mean, that's misplaced, isn't it? I mean, what part of what part of Monsters Inc. gave us the the opinion that it took place to the future? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, are they suggesting that at some point the human race is going to be... Well, I know, I know, because there are humans, isn't there? Yeah, so, no, that's the point, yeah. isn't it? They, they, they go yeah. through doors. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I just get really confused there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the future, there's going to be sort of monsters and stuff. But... The, um, I can't remember the director, um, but he, the whole point of the story is, because I remember watching a Pixar doc- documentary not long ago, he was saying mm. that he wanted to make something of the fact that kids think there's monsters in their wardrobes. Yeah, what? yeah. Closets, sorry. Closets, not wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. How dare I say... Americans, I don't know if Americans even know what wardrobes are. Uh, I've never heard... I don't know. Do they, do they have... They must have, like, freestanding wardrobes in the US, right? Or is everything, like, built in... Essentially, know. a closet. I'm not sure. I don't know. Because, like, obviously, whenever I've, whenever you, I feel like whenever you see them on telly and things like that, they're always like built-in closets. And obviously, like, whenever I've stayed in a villa in the US, they are all like built-in closets. Yeah, they are. They're all so like rooms. Yeah. So it's like that. That that's my only kind of. <laughs> They those must be those two are my only references. Either they must be a thing. Yeah, either the villas or, um, or stuff yeah. you see on TV. I don't find myself like going down the street and just knocking on people's houses and seeing if I can have a look. Yeah, not not a second time. For US listeners, if you um, if you do have a freestanding wardrobe, or if you still call it a closet, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they might know what it is to a degree. I'm just thinking of like in Beauty and the Beast, like one of the characters is one of those like wardrobes. 
That's true. Yeah, that, that is true. So, so is that the, the main difference between the two? Is a, is a closet an actual room and a wardrobe is not a room? Or are they the same thing? Maybe. I mean, I guess a closet is like fairly generic, isn't it? it it's not necessarily going to keep clothes in there, right? That's true. Yeah. That's it true. could just be a gener- generic cupboard. Or monsters. Yeah, or monsters. So, yeah, I mean, I guess move, moving, moving swiftly <laughs> on. Monsters and Laugh Floor. <clears throat> I'm just going to give a bit of a... I mean, we're going to go into each of these interactions, as I said, in, like, what I really want to do is, is do an episode per attraction, per restaurant. I think, you know, the cellar is going to be two hours long. <laughs> a three-hour spectacular. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, it's just it's just sounds of Ryan just like drooling over steak for sort of 20 minutes per item. Yeah, if we'd like to move on to the uh, to the uh, filet mignon now. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Come on, Ryan, back to the room, back to the room. Uh, so, yeah, Monson Glass, 2007. Yeah, oh, okay. It's been there a while. Yeah. Too long. Too yeah. long. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that kind of entrance, obviously we'll touch on the other side later, like towards the end, but that kind of entrance to Morrowland is, is, is pretty weak, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously on, on the... On the ro- I'm just thinking as I walk in. On the right is Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Mm-hmm. On the left is nothing right now because Stitch Shut, which we're, as you said, we'll come on to a bit later. But yeah, yeah it's... An incredibly weak entrance, like two attractions that I just don't even look at. No, two attractions, one of which, as you say, shouldn't be there. I mean, the other one probably shouldn't really be there either, to a degree. No, <laughs> I mean, but at least like... it kind of, it's kind of like spacey, isn't it? Yeah, I, it, it fits more, but yeah. it still doesn't fit wonderfully, does it? It's It's kind of like Buzz. It's like, should it be there? Should it not be there? Because it's not really futuristic. Yeah, but it is like spacey, uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, yeah, it kind of is, is it kind of works. I don't, there's not like a lot of excuse for Monsters Inc. No, I mean, I'd like to hear from anyone who listens to the show that likes Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and, and you know, if you if you if you have a real good opinion on it, please come on the show and try and talk us around because it just makes me uncomfortable. That feels like a losing battle, Ryan. That does. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to win, but I'll be interested <laughs> to hear their opinion on it at least. Um, I, I mean, if it's there in the next six, seven years, I may be dragged on it by Piper. But yeah. as long as I can hold off, I will pretend that it doesn't exist. Yeah, until she can't really read. And yeah. oh, what's that, Danny? It's closed. It's I closed. see people going in. Yeah. They're all cleaners. Imagine it. <laughs> In disguise as normal guests. <laughs> no, they, they're all queuing up for broccoli. That's what they're queuing up for. Yeah, yeah do you, you yeah. don't like broccoli, do you? Free, free broccoli. I wanted to try it on holiday. No, no, <laughs> let's, let's not worry ourselves with broccoli when we've got ice cream. Do you fancy an ice cream? Yeah. Milkshake? Yeah. Let's head over to uh which one which one is it? Is it the Galactic Goodies? Galactic Goodies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good there. It's good there. Is that where you got your like orange? candy corn milkshake yeah nice so i think we're moving around from number what at the time of pre-covid was 70 over to 77 now we're going with we're trying to make it as logical as possible the problem with tomorrow is is that the whole chunk of stuff in the middle yeah which we're gonna have to get to at some point i think let's make our way around the outskirts and then hit and jump in yeah hit the stuff in the middle on the way back maybe okay okay so 77, as it was at the time, 
was Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, mm. which, which I, I, I enjoy. Yeah, I really like Space Ranger Spin. I mean, it is it is incredibly sort of dated. It doesn't need work. That sort needs, of thing. Yeah, it needs quite a bit of work. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, if they, if they were going to refurb it, it's kind of like, well, maybe you should retheme it. Yeah, or something because they've done like an Ant Man one in over in China, haven't they? I think it's China. Uh, yes, yes, they have, haven't they? Yeah, I mean that would that would. I mean, I don't know what sort of. I mean, even then, it doesn't necessarily fit wonderfully. Well, in I guess Magic you, Kingdom, you could, but you could base it on like um, <laughs> Pimtech and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think you could future theme it. I was thinking in it. terms of how well does it fit when you've got like Marvel stuff dotted around all over the place. Yeah, I mean, but. I would personally rather than just maybe give the. I'd like to see the Ant Man attraction. I don't know whether Disney has rights to Ant Man in Florida or not. There's always yeah. that question: is that they can use Guardians? Can they use Ant Man? I don't know if he's. My comic book knowledge on Ant Man is not great, so I don't know if he's appeared in the Avengers or not. Um, in the comic books, I think that's basically where it stretches to. Oh, okay. Is that the rule, pretty much? Well, one of many rules. I know there'll be several, <laughs> several listeners that will know these rules um, more than more than us. But yeah, I I wouldn't say no to a, a Pim Tech Outman attraction. Yeah, I think that would be quite nice because I mean, yeah, as we as we say, the the Spain Stranger Spin is 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 um uh is very dated. Um, and it, given that you've got like Toy Story Land over in, in in Hollywood Studios now, it kind of feels like a weird placement, doesn't it? Having it over in Magic Kingdom. Tomorrowland is, as much as I love Tomorrowland, it is a bit of a mess of, of a theme. Yeah, yeah. It does need a lot of attention. Yeah, it does. I mean, this, for me, there's some, some great attractions in there, but equally, like, as you said, Space Train has been, I do really, really enjoy. I think it's a, it's yeah. a fun ride. And I can see myself enjoying it more and more as, as Piper starts to get older and, and enjoy those types of attractions more. Mm-hmm. She, I'm sure, like every kid will enjoy Toy Story and will want to go on that attraction time and time again. And it's one that I, you know, I, I will jump on more often than not. However, if it's got a 60 minute queue, I tend to skip it. Yeah, sometimes it does have a really long queue, doesn't it? It's it's very hit and miss sometimes, isn't it? It really it really fluctuates. Um, if you yeah. can catch it right, then it's great. If we've got a fast pass for space uh, early morning, we'll yeah. turn to hit space and then buzz before it gets too busy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, um, although fortunately, um, once you've got past your first three fast passes, there's quite often space ranger spin. Yeah, fast passes are still available, and you can yeah, get one. Um, it's quite often the case. So yeah, I think we're kind of in agreement. Great ride, but probably need, it does need a refresh. I can't see the refresh yeah. happening anytime soon. No, I mean there, there's certainly other things that I would prioritize over. You know, um, to what uh, Monsters Inc. Some something to replace Stitch. I mean, Tomorrowland Speedway. There's definitely there's definitely other attractions that could do with changing before buzz yeah yeah no no definitely um so we're moving on to the next one as we're going round, which is the i think i'm right in saying the carousel of progress or yeah, looks, looks progress right. depending on where you're where you're from but it's progress <laughs> um so i i again for me this is 
and I, I can't wait for us to do it like a dedicated episode on this attraction because mm-hmm. it has such a such a history. Yeah, and I think where I want to go to with these episodes is actually spend like time researching the episode before we do it, mm-hmm. so we can actually go. Okay, well, in whatever year it was refurbished and they did this, so I know like they the last time they refurbed this ride, I think was in I want to say like the nineties at some point. Um, don't quote me on the on the year. And that's where they added like the future scene, the okay. future scene, air quotes. <laughs> because now it, I still really enjoy the attraction. I, I have to say, like it's a great, it's a great one where you can just sit in, sit back, and just enjoy and not worry, like not get hot, not mm. worry about rushing around. You just kind of go, oh, <laughs> and you can just sit there for like, twenty minutes or, or however long it is. I think it's around. Um, it's around that, I'm sure. Sometimes it says it on the on the maps, doesn't it? But it doesn't seem to say that on this map. No, it doesn't, does it? I'm gonna I'm gonna um, Google it on the fly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not one that we often go on. Carousel of Progress. I don't know why. Whether it's just because it's sort of tucked away a little bit, and we're kind of we don't. We, I don't t- typically spend a huge amount of time in Tomorrowland because obviously, as you, as I said before, I'm not a huge fan of space. You know, you've obviously got buzz there and things like that. Yeah. But otherwise it's a little bit sparse in terms of sort of decent rides. Well, I, I do really like Casual Progress. I mean, so it's 21 minutes. Um, 21 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I think it works as like a, you taking you through like the, the 1900s to the 20s and mm-hmm. 40s, but its end, its end needs an update. Yeah, I mean, when you when you build an attraction that that has like a future bit, yeah, you need to, it's it's a lot of commitment <laughs> because you need to you need to keep it up to date. You know, you can't just sort of do it once and then not change it for 20 years. It's kind of like you have to keep it regularly updated. Yeah, and I don't think it would take an awful lot to to update the the end. Um, yeah, the end part. To be honest, I mean, so you put the grand playing virtual reality, um, which obviously you know ended up becoming quite very true. But having you know, everyone mm-hmm. has the power to have VR in their homes now, which is pretty incredible, really. And uh, you've got like the things like the the voice to turn the lights up and the oven and that's all, you know, not everyone's got that, but it's definitely possible. Yeah. And thanks to, you know, like Google home, Alexa, all that kind of thing. You can sync pretty much any electronic device up to it. If you wanted to, Mm -hmm. all that stuff is possible, but I think it it wouldn't take a great deal to update that scene. Just so we look ahead to the future a bit more. Yeah. And it's, it's not even something that they have to do every year. It's just something like if they, every five years, every 10 years, say. Um, yeah. And it's mostly set dressing. I think a lot of the animatronics could remain largely the same. And obviously you'd have to re- like record some new voices and things, but you think yeah. for the amount of money you pay to get into these parks. Um, yeah. They yeah, should be updating this stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, they do it with the likes of, obviously, the Hall of Presidents. They update that every year and build an entirely new animatronic for it. Mm. You know, maybe, maybe they don't physically build the animatronic because they might 
reuse one from somewhere else but yeah you know what i mean it's like they close it for several months and then sort of introduce a new character and <laughs> a character introduce the new president and things yeah. like that so it's like they do they update that one on a yearly basis they don't even up, need to update carousel of progress on a yearly basis as i say it's five ten years just just but just make it regular yeah no exactly i think but as i said i do really enjoy it um be interesting to see how much we do we do it in the coming years. Yeah. Uh, like a toddler, I'm not sure. Might not appreciate it as much. Retain her interest. As Buzz. <laughs> just saying toddler, because by the time we get out there, she's probably going to be almost two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely need to do Carousel of Progress like next time I go, because I haven't done it for a while. Well, I mean, we'd probably end up doing it if we are out there this year on October the 1st, because it'd be the only attraction that we can get on. Uh, oh what because because everything will be so busy yeah <laughs> although if it's reduced capacity it's not bad no that's true that is true <laughs> I have a feeling that if vaccines go well capacity will increase to 100% in the near future I wouldn't be significantly surprised by that yeah I think if, if vaccines continue to prove that it quashes the virus mm-hmm. then Disney World will be at full capacity by October the 1st yeah I think it's and I mean, you know, there's certain states that Texas, Florida, that don't care, Texas <laughs> that don't is care as much. Yes, yeah, Texas are, aren't they? Um, now yeah. I know there's a lot of people living in those states that are have been incredible. I mean, I know a lot of people that live in Florida and and, and a few that live in Texas that are outraged by some of the, the rules that are coming in that, that are now changing because we're mm-hmm. not out of it out of this yet so yeah it's the more the um the governors and people running those states that um and there are a sizable amount in the, in the states of course but there's plenty of people that are on the right side of the covid argument yeah so we're leaving as i said we will do dedicated episodes to all this is carousel progress but uh, we're leaving Carousel of Progress and moving way, our way around to what I think next is Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a big old gap, isn't there, between... Um... We've got some toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Those, I always it's just like... Oh, is that... <laughs> why, why are those in particular? It just, it just feels like that's the point in the day where I need to pee. Oh, oh okay, okay. Nothing more than that. They're not particularly <laughs> special. Nothing weird about it. Just, just need a pee. I mean, I do. I have to say, I do really like the Tomorrowland music loop. So it's always nice to have that when you're. Uh, when you choose to uh, take your long stay, is it? <laughs> but it, like, I do. I, I do find myself listening to the Tomorrowland loop um, when I'm working quite a bit. Right. Not when I'm on the toilet at home, but <laughs> when you're working on a job. Yeah, when, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm working, I do listen to it quite a bit. Whereas other areas like Frontierland, is, I do listen to it occasionally, but it gets quite annoying after after a while. Right. Whereas Tomorrowland, I do really like the music. Like Disney World music, I will listen to on YouTube quite a lot. Mm. I, I, mean, I mean, I made some playlist. great music. I made a playlist of the Epcot, the new Epcot entrance music. Oh, yeah. Um, which, geez, it has nearly 200 followers now. <laughs> I mean, people love the music and, and for good reason, really. Yeah, I mean, I was literally one of the first to put all the music together into a playlist. And yeah, it, it, it started. Last time I looked, it had 16 followers. <laughs> uh, there you yeah, go. Well. 
Yeah, if, you, if you're on Spotify, just search for Ep- Epcot Entrance Music 2021 and you'll see my playlist. It's, um, it's a good selection of songs. It's a shame not to see anything original. Right. So it's basically they've taken um, stuff from like BBC nature documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> they really like Stephen Price, who has done a lot of the uh, nature documentaries. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of the 19 songs. Blimey. I mean, it's not all the songs, but I think those are all the songs that are on Spotify. Um, and I'm only missing a couple. The Stephen Price is doing well from the Epcot music. <laughs> I bet you that's a... I'm assuming they have to pay him every time they play it. That's I was going well, was, was to say about that. Like, it makes you wonder whether he earns commission every time they play it or whether it's just they agree on a set price. I don't... Yeah. Don't know. That's how music tends to work, isn't it? It works on plays. Typically, yeah, it's plays, isn't it? But you think, well, if it's... A theme park. Yeah, maybe they, uh, maybe they make a sort of a deal with them. Yeah, you'd you think so. So yeah, Space Mountain. Honestly, one of my favourite attractions at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, um, I know it makes you feel a bit iffy. It does. It does sometimes. Like, you know, I still ride it very occasionally. Yeah. Like, I think we may have gone. I think we may have gone on it. Like did, in yeah. 2018 when we went. I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. It's not one of my favourite attractions because it can make me feel a bit rough. I mean, everyone, everyone listens to the show knows that it's one of my favourites. Just being thrown <laughs> around, it's great. <laughs> it's just like, I love getting physically injured. It's great. I only went on it once last time I was in Disney Day because we found out um, Donna was pregnant. Right, okay. We went on it once. that, And then we found out later that day. Oh, I see. <laughs> what, so Donna a bit had went on it as well, did she? Yeah, yeah. So we found it late that day, and then obviously didn't go on it. I mean, I could have, I could yeah. go on it, but I couldn't be bothered to queue. And yeah, it's one of these ones that the queue is always quite long for, it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I do, I do really enjoy it. I think again, it could do with an update. It's not going to have an update. I think it's going to remain largely in place for the foreseeable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, as I say, I I prefer the one in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I prefer um, this one. Right. Okay. Is that because you get injured on it? Well, I actually, the one in Paris, and it's better now that they, in more recent years, when they updated it all, but yeah. it used to, like, I don't like roller coasters like, where I bang my head and it gives me a headache, and Paris tends to do that to me. Oh, okay. But it has okay. got better since they, they did update it a few years ago. Right, and okay. I stopped doing that, but I still have that kind of, like, the Hulk did it to me before they updated it. Right. Again, it's much better now. Yeah, I th- Rip Ride Rocket did that to me um, when I rode that. Crap. Yeah, I really didn't enjoy Rip Ride Rocket because of that. It made yeah. me feel awful afterwards. So that for, for me, that's why. And I just, I like these these types of coasters. It's very Big Thunder, but in the dark. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's obviously a different ride system, but it's it kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I really, I really enjoy it. I, I like the fact that it's just a classic old school coaster doesn't I'm, I, I, I love going upside down in coasters but i like that it, it doesn't yeah and they don't they don't always need it do they no and i don't think this one does i think also this one is i'd argue and say that space mountain is one of the best themed coasters out there the building right. looks incredible it does uh the inside is like it's kind of like what they saw the future like in the 50s which i think is what tomorrowland tries to do 
but and I'd, I'd love it if they stuck with that theme but the problem is they don't and that's where it, that's where it falls away because when you walk yeah. in you're like this this you, the overall theme of the of the land is like okay this is how people saw the future in like the 40s and 50s but when you start seeing attractions like monsters inc and stitch and space <laughs> range speed it just falls away yeah. whereas space mountain really sticks to that that vision and i think it works really well yeah i think that, yeah that's very true actually they could have done it like that couldn't they um but as you say it's kind of like and and now now they're adding tron to the mix as well that yeah. kind of falls away even more doesn't it it does yeah it does it is it is becoming a, a bit of a mess but i think space mountain the theming works really well i like the soundtrack i think the the the, the shuttle actual ride trains are pretty cool mm-hmm. and they're a pain to get in and out of <laughs> like even for someone in that like like us in our 20s yeah it's not fun to get in and out of no i could like uh, i can imagine shall we say a lot of uh heavy set people struggling with that and elderly people and elderly yeah 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 and you know thinking in a few years time when piper's old enough to ride it it's like trying to get her in and us in into yeah. that it's going to be interesting <laughs> but it, it, you know i'm looking forward to to um exploring all of these attractions one of one of the, my favorite things about disney world is going with someone and it hasn't happened in a while because the last time i was with donna but going with someone who hasn't experienced these before mm-hmm. and just seeing how amazing it is compared to the theme parks that they're used to especially in the uk i mean there's there's a lot of people and i think there's a lot of people in the uk that that love the, the parks in the uk and i and i think I'd say from our perspective, we're kind of indifferent. I think they have some great attractions, but overall, they just need a real refresh across the across the um, spectrum. Yeah. Especially like Alton Towers, I think, you know, I will say is a great, it's a good theme park. It still needs work, but it's a good theme park. Thought Park is just a mess. It's just let's put attractions wherever we can fit them. And there's mm-hmm. no, there's no thinking about it. Um, and then you've got one site, obviously Ch- Chessington, which are kind of more focused towards families and have like, animals and things. Hopefully, the London Resort is the answer to this, and we see that as like giving Merlin a bit of a kick up the arse to say you need to up your game. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because there's not a huge amount of competition in the UK. But most and of so, Merlin. Well, yeah, they are. Yeah, and so as a result, you, there's no pressure as such. Yeah. Um, you know, because obviously, obviously, you get a lot of visitors to, you know, uh, Universal and, and and Disney from the UK, mm. but largely, they don't. You know, they're not competing with that market really. No, no, not at all. You know what? I'm 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 looking forward to, and I think you know, you and I talked about it for a couple of years. I think hopefully this summer we'll be able to think about it. But actually, going over to Orton Towers, mm-hmm. um, and actually just you know staying over there because you've never been have you i have been, been um a bit it's been many many years yeah because it's because it's like significantly further away than say <laughs> thought thought park and chesington aren't too far away from no, that's true, where yeah. we are um and when you think well alton towers is if is at least two if not three times the distance away yeah it's maybe maybe like what three four hour drive possibly maybe even a little bit more yeah it's I'm quite sure. distance yeah, compared to sort of an hour, hour and a half it, take, it would take to get to Thorpe Park or Chesington. 
I think yeah. Chillington's probably closer, I think, if anything. So for, for us, for all towns, we have to stay over. Yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to get up early in the morning, get there for park opening, stay over at least one night mm-hmm. um, and do it that way. But yeah, so, I mean, Space Mountain, I think, is, is a great themed attraction. It's going to be interesting to see, again, like right next to Tron is where, it's, is where Tron's going. So, yeah. again, the theme is going to fall away a little bit more. You um, that there's a little pathway. Yeah, taking you to Fantasyland. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's open at the minute because of Tron. Right, okay. But it may be going all together. Um, it's like, who, who, would, who would take that path? I did several times. Really? It's so quiet. It's, it's, it was oh, amazing. I can imagine it being really quiet, yeah. It, the only problem is that they had a smoking area there. Yeah, there's like right in the middle, there's a, there's a little you, smoking you, icon. But it is to like, there's like a left bit, so you can avoid it, but you still smell it. Um, right. But it's, it's an ama- amazing path. And quite often, the only reason I knew it existed was because Mickey's Not So Scary used to have um, like a trick-or-treat route down it. So you'd have several stops. Oh, uh, okay. They give you candy. Yeah. So since since I, oh, I see discovered it, that I would yeah, quite yeah. often take it. Have it they not done that in recent years? Um, I think I do think last night it, it the path was shucks of Tron. Okay. And okay, I don't yeah. know. I don't. By the looks of it, I can't see that path reopening. Um. Yeah, it makes you wonder whether Tron crosses that or whether that's going to be the route to get to Tron. Yeah, I, I'm, like, not, I'm not quite sure. That's quite... Because, I mean, cause presumably you're going to have to go between Tomorrowland Speedway and and Space Mountain through yeah. that little gap, you would have thought. But whether they'll close off the path and it will just be the entrance to Tron. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. Because it's been a while. Obviously, it's been two years nearly since I've been there. Yeah, so, and I, I don't follow the construction progress as, as closely as a lot of people do to know whether that path is still open. And I'm sure, again, there'll be people listening that know, but um, yeah, yeah I, I, know, did, it, I did enjoy the walk. It'll be useful for the overflow of uh, Tron when it opens. Yeah. yeah. The only <laughs> it'd, be easy, it'd be easier to manage than like Avatar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That which is a, was an absolute mess. Yeah. But the only problem is it, it leads you to like around where the barnstormer is. Um, yes. So, for me at the time, like there's nothing there that you just kind of have to then walk around to, you know, Little Mermaid or the main part of um, Fantasyland. But the, mm. I mean, now, now we've got Piper. I think that whole circus area will become a huge. Oh, absolutely! You know, yeah. She'll be, she'll do the splash area. She'll do Dumbo. All you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But before, like there was nothing for us there. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. So we're moving around um, to the next one on the list, which I believe is the cool ship. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're stopping there. Yeah. We'll stop there because it's kind of on the edge of the speedway. Um, yeah. What do they, what do they, snacks, beverages open seasonally? God, I love a, God, I love a seasonal opening, haven't you? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I mean, I really like the design of this place, I have to say. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. It's like it's got like a little space rocket. It kind of feels like something from Pizza Planet. Uh, show me images. Show me images. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So as as of well, it's closed at the minute, but as normally they would serve churros and just fountain beverages. So um, like they've got Minute Maid lemonade. Um, they've got Monster Energy drink, which is five dollars twenty nine. That is expensive. <laughs> it's interesting they serve that in the park. I think I had one actually in the park last time I was there. 
you can imagine that being the sort of thing that they would say that they're not going to serve. But yeah, then, but adults are going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's an interesting. One. They do a couple of speciality speciality beverages by the looks of it as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but it's cool. It's a really cool little snack stand. Like it's the kind of snack stand where you think this is the way Disney used to do snack stands. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a cart that on wheels that you'd move in in and out with like a, a crappy theme. Yeah, this is yeah. a proper designed snack stand that literally serves one snack and and drinks. Yeah. Yeah, they put a lot of the, you know, you can see that they've put a fair amount of effort into designing this. Yeah. And building it and taking the time. So I do, yeah, I, I, I usually, to be fair, we have stopped there for drinks in, on several occasions. Yeah. Um, so moving around to what I know is your favorite attraction in Tomorrowland, <laughs> in the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. It's such a waste of space. It, yeah, it is. I will. I will say, and I said it. I think it was a few weeks ago that last time I rode it was during Mickey, um, the Christmas party, okay. very Merry Christmas, and they and it was all decorated with like baubles that were lit up, and mm-hmm. we had a lot of fun riding it. Right, like a lot, a, a lot of fun. Especially as like I'm all over the place. <laughs> that, that rail is yeah, it's not stopping me. I mean, I, I'm sure I almost broke free several times. Driving out outside the Magic Kingdom, like ah, these barriers will not restrain me. <laughs> but yeah, we did have a lot of fun. We were in the same car as well. Yeah, um, and I know that if they do keep it open again, Piper will will love it when she's old enough to ride it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, for me, it's as simple as remove the cars and put in some electric cars. It's that simple. I mean that. I mean that would be a step. Absolutely stinks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, and 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 yeah, considering it's tomorrow night, and considering like the whole sort of um, you know environmental aspects of it and things like that, you'd think that it would be something they would want to change, and you wouldn't think it would necessarily be something difficult to change. Oh, it's definitely not difficult. It's, it's just a price thing. But yeah, for me, I'd get I'd, with any any. It doesn't have to be Tesla. It could be any. All the automotive brands are mm-hmm. making hybrids and electrics now. You just partner with yeah. one of them and say, "Look, we want you to, to design a little motor that goes into our." I mean, maybe it's the, maybe the technology is not that small yet, and maybe that's why they can't do it. Maybe, but that's, I mean, that's, I guess that's, that's distinct possibility, I suppose. There's electric, but then, but then you think, well, the you know these like when you take Tesla for example, um, it can travel at significant speeds for like hundreds of miles i mean not maybe not like max speed for hundreds of miles but it contracted the range of these things like two three hundred miles or something like that maybe more i'm not sure yeah and you think well you know this thing it just needs to run for a day and then you can charge them all overnight yeah and you know that and they're running so slowly that like surely it's not going to burn through the battery even if you can't put a huge battery in them yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there should be a solution. And we know, I mean, if they were going to close it, Tron was the time to close it. Yes. So yeah. It's not closing anytime soon. That's what that's what surprised me the most with that, was that they didn't close it and put Tron there. Yeah, same. Um, it, it really surprised me because, I mean, you think... There's so much space to put a queue in as well because yeah. it's, it's that huge walkway that's between um, Speedway and... Um, 
the quick service, which I always forget, even though we crowned a champion of Magic Kingdom. Um, <laughs> Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays, yeah. So it's, yeah. There's, there's a massive, like quite wide walkway there. Yeah, but even even I mean, you could take some of the lands that yeah, the speedway is on. Huge area. Absolutely, you could put easily put two rides in that space. Yeah, um, like two quite big rides. Um, which yeah, which was why it was so strange they didn't remove it. It makes you wonder: is it was it easier for them to add Tron to sort of empty new land. land? Yeah, empty land rather than having to clear the land of the speedway mm. and then. Because obviously, because obviously, it goes like underneath the um, people mover track yeah, that's true, and things yeah. like that. So you think if they'd have if they've got rid of it, then they'd have to sort of work around that and everything like that. Was it just the path of least resistance to put it in this bit of forest kind of bit over there next yeah. to Spaceship Earth? Um, not Spaceship Earth, Space Mountain. Yeah. Um, maybe because you think because you think surely they're not saying oh yeah we are keeping this we won't really want to keep the speedway yeah no i think that's probably probably what what happened i mean you mentioned spaceship earth but i do think tron would have fit so well in future world in epcot yeah yeah it would have done would have been fantastic wouldn't it imagine guardians and tron in the same park (laughs) i mean it's it's, yeah it's good demolish the seas and put it in there Oh, I say that. I, I mean, I don't like the Finding Nemo ride, but again, like Don and I were talking yesterday, like, yeah, Piper's gonna love that area. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna be seeing Disney World from a whole different perspective over the next few years. I'll be, I'll be looking, looking at Thunder Mountain in the distance, just going <laughs> <laughs> as we ride it small and yeah, oh, and over and over again. Yep, until you hate it like me, Ryan. I'll never hate it. <laughs> I'll never hate it. Uh, yeah, so moving away from the speedway onto the Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Yeah. Again, we I mean we've talked about this quite relatively recently and crowned it champion, much to a few people's dismay, of the Magic Kingdom restaurant tournament. Yeah. I, 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 I still stand by it. I mean, I mean, I will make it clear again that if it was my choice to crown a champion of restaurants it wouldn't be this place it would be the harbour house right but the balanced argument is that you don't really eat shrimp um, although i did point out they do have the nugs right okay nugs out. so like that that would be my personal choice but i think you know we are this isn't a dictatorship it's not <laughs> and we and i and as, as i said i go to this place every single trip yeah Without fail, so do I. So you, you know you can't you can't ignore that. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's one of these ones that it is just a quick service, but it is a very good quick service. And if you go there every single time, it's kind it's of good, like it's a sign that yeah yeah. So we won't talk about that one too much because we talked about it in the restaurant tournament uh, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Um, now we're moving on to let's just find where we are. Anti gravity's galactic goodies. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a, a decent, a decent uh, quick. Uh, what would they call it? Just like a snack place, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they they do a decent offering there, don't they? Yeah, and they, they quite often they quite often do the um, limited time uh, milkshakes and things. Yeah, I've had the 
the pumpkin one, which is incredible. They had the candy corn one, mm-hmm. which is also, I mean, the candy corn one is one of the best drinks I've ever had. But both of the both those those drinks I couldn't finish because they would have killed me. Yeah, yeah. But like most of the time, it's all right. You know, you can get a brownie sundae or a float mm-hmm. or a soft serve. And I'd argue that any of those are better just around the corner at the Main Street ice cream parlor. True, true, yeah, um, yeah. But the speciality milkshakes that they do here, and they usually have something like something available. Right, there's always some something running. It, it, that, that, I do think they're they're great. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's it's a decent place. It's a decent snack place. Yeah. It's it's not like as you say. It's not if you're going for like a ice cream, then the then the uh, place at Main, uh, Main Street will probably be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, but it's a it's a decent stop, isn't it? Um, so should we hit the Merchant of Venus next? Uh, yes. I actually think it's an awful, awful store. Yes. It, it, it's, it's just it's a mess. It's bizarrely placed, isn't it? It's just a mess. Like Star Wars inspired toys, apparel, including yeah. build, your old, build your own lightsabers. When I went in there last, it's just, it's like a mix of Star Wars stuff and stuff that you can find on Main Street, like normal Disney mm-hmm. merchandise. And it just doesn't work at all. No, it, it feels very strange, doesn't it? Because, I mean, Star Wars has no place in Tomorrowland in terms of there's literally nothing, nothing else there. Star Wars yeah. there. So why is that shop there? How, like, I mean, even even having a Toy Story shop would be better because at least you've got Buzz there. Yeah. Like, um, it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense why why they've got it there. And it no. feels like they could have put, they could have sort of rethemed it and put something there by now. Yeah, and I, I always go into this store, but I couldn't tell you the last time that I bought something from there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But I do go in there every single trip and just go, oh, oh what, what they got? They got anything in, in, new in here? Nah, it's always oh, okay. Crap. Always crap. And I've never bought anything from there. Yeah, typically it's just, we just, you know, walk straight on by. So let's hit, um, let's go into the middle next. Um, okay. Astro Orbiter. Hmm. It gives you good views. It's a pain. It's a real pain in the ass to queue for. Yeah, I think that's the downside of this attraction, isn't it? Like the attraction itself is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's a nice. It's a nice attraction. It's a nice spin on what are otherwise quite dull attractions. I think the fact that it's at top yeah. top of Tomorrowland, you can see great views of the park, mm-hmm. make it worth riding. Otherwise, yeah. you know, if it was if, if it was ground level. I would be like, I'm not, I'm not ever going on this. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the views make it worth riding. And the last time I did it was uh, a few years ago now. It wasn't that long ago, but it had been like a 10-year gap between last riding it. And I maybe did it like two, three years ago. Yeah. And I did enjoy it. It's, I mean, they're not easy to get into. And I'm not thin, but I'm not massively fat. Um, and I struggled to get into it. Right. Yeah. So, but I do think the views are great. The the whole queuing system with the lift is just terrible, though. Yeah, it's it's just not practical at all, is it? It's a weird one, isn't it? Because it feels like they could have done something a lot better with that. Yeah, like it makes you wonder why they went with the lift. I mean, I would have I would have built in a spiral staircase and yeah. put in put it in something so it doesn't look like it's a spiral staircase, mm-hmm. and at mm-hmm. least it gave people the option. Because I know not everyone can obviously use a staircase. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But 
for me, I would have at least had two options because it's just, I, mean, I can't even imagine, I don't even know if it's open at the minute, but I can't imagine what it's like in COVID times where it's like, it's true. you have to have like one party in at a time. Oh God, yeah. And yeah. So I think it's only like 20 people in the lift at once as it is. So it's just a, it's just a nightmare to queue for. Yeah, it's not practical at all. Um, I rode it in the um, Halloween, Mickey's Not So Scary because it wasn't as busy. Yeah, it's probably one of the best, better times to ride it, isn't it really? otherwise you're literally waiting ages to queue it for to mm. queue for it normally and you probably get a good view at night yeah no it was it was a good view to be fair yeah um so that's the uh astral orbiter we'll move on next to the tomorrowland transit authority people mover or people mover for short or blue ride if you're my family it's the blue ride <laughs> um yeah i mean it's a nice attraction isn't it i love this attraction it's yeah. been closed for a long time in, for refurb. Right, okay. It's, it's, I think it's going to be opening up again soon. I really enjoy this track. This is one that, not just every trip, every time I'm in Magic Kingdom, we do it. Oh, okay. Every um, single time. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't find that we do it every, ta- every time. Um, but I don't necessarily know why. I mean, it's a nice attraction just to sort of sit back, chill, get, get you know, you get good views and things like that, don't you? Yeah. Um, there's, there's one bit of it that's like incredibly pitch, pitch black. Yeah, where you go through Space Mountain. Yeah, is, is, that, the, is that the bit? Yeah. <laughs> which I find a bit weird because it's like you literally can't see anything. So it's it like... It doesn't ruin the experience for those riding Space Mountain. Yeah, but it's kind of like, well, why did you put it through Space Mountain if you literally can't see anything? <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've seen it... I've gone through it a couple of times where Space Mountain has had the lights on. Right, okay. It's been down or whatever, and that's pretty cool. You yeah. can literally see just how much of a old mess Space Mountain is when the lights are on. It's just, it's just like, geez... I, when you look at it with the lights on, you're like, I can't believe I ride that. That's it's like, oh my god, that cannot be safe. Yeah, it genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, it looks, it looks terrifying. But I really, I really enjoy the people, people movie. It's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 uh, I, I agree with that. It's a great, it's a great attraction, isn't it? For something so simple. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And loads of people love it. Loads of yeah. people. It's just one of those... a bit of a cult following, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, and I'm a member of that cult. <laughs> <laughs> so i think we're moving on to the lunching pad now oh yeah which i think is all right and i think we talked about it a few weeks ago again when we were going through the um restaurants and things yeah yeah again, like it's like, an okay like again it's one of these ones it's, is it is it quick service or is it just a snack i like, think you can get a quick service because right okay um, they do hot dogs and things. Right. I see. Like, yeah, yeah. I want a hot dog. I'm going to Katie's Corner or yeah. uh, Cosmic Rays. I've, I have had a like a cream cheese stuffed pretzel there before. Mm-hmm. Again, you can get those in a variety of different places. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They don't, they don't serve anything necessarily like special here. It's just no. kind of a convenience thing. It's, it's normally quite busy. Like it whenever I've been around there, have like two windows, don't they? Yeah, and they've got a fair amount of seating, like outside. I think. Yeah, from memory. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I have quite fond memories of, of going here quite often with my family as a kid. Right. We'd often just grab a drink here, grab a drink, grab some um, crisps mm-hmm. or like a pretzel, and just kind of share that. Like we'd we'd had lunch or we had like a buffet breakfast or something. 
So it was like towards the late afternoon and we'd just grab something from here. There's always been something, a place that I've gone to, but not in the last 10 years or so, I'd say. Mm. Very rare. I might be like, oh, I'm quite, quite hungry. I'll grab a pretzel. But for me, there's better choices of snack at Disney than, other than pretzels. When I'm hungry, like it's only if I'm like, yeah, okay, I could do a sitting down for 20 minutes and having a drink and something to eat and it's right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's one of these places we don't stop there very often. Again, it's it's similar to you. It's like, oh, if I'm if I'm like really hungry or something like that at that particular point, and I'm like there, then it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's convenient. Um, but then, like, I know that literally two minutes around the corner is the Main Street Bakery or the Main Street Confectionery, <laughs> which yeah. offers, or even um, Galactic um, Galactic Goodies. You know, oh, like yeah. grab a milkshake or something. So. Yeah, it's somewhere that quite often I skip now. Yeah, it's just really it just depends what you want, isn't it? It's it's convenient there if you're after a pretzel or something like that or a hot dog or whatever. But if yeah. if you don't, you know, you don't want to have to leave Tomorrowland to be able to get something, it's fine. But there's yeah, nothing no. particularly special there. No, it. exactly. And I think that makes the last location in Tomorrowland. Well, the only the only other thing we haven't touched on, which is like technically in Tomorrowland, is um, the terrace. Oh yeah, the Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, obviously, Stitch is now Stitch's Great Escape is now closed. Um, has yeah. been for a while. Yeah, Tomorrowland Terrace. I I really enjoy it there right? when when it has been open. And obviously, it also plays the um, part of being the dessert party location. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I went through there and it was open. It's been literally little... every time I go through there, it's closed. Yeah, it, it's been a, a long time for me because I tend not to go during busy season i think right now it's serving uh, meal items from the harbour house oh okay okay yeah so i read that the other day i mean it makes sense that it's kind of open at the moment because it's a relatively open area obviously yeah. it's got a roof but it's quite it's open to the sides are open to the air aren't they and things like that yeah so exactly. it's probably like quite good relative relatively good for like covid stuff um, and obviously, the f- fact that they have it open means they can distribute people a bit, little bit more. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm just looking at the menu now, and it is all. It's I recognise them. It's basically the menu from Harbour House. Right. So yeah, yeah. I just find it weird sometimes. Like I, I find it odd that a place like Magic Kingdom has like seasonal open stuff because it's like this place is busy all the time. Yeah, I mean, even when I've been there and it's been like quote unquote quiet season yeah i feel like opening tomorrowland terrace would still do do them quite a bit of business yeah it's like it feels like it's not going to cost them more to open it than it's going to cost them to than they'll make like, yeah surely no, <laughs> surely not um and i mean obviously you do quite good menu items like noodles and things like that right i want to yeah because i mean that's the thing if you if you make if you give them something sort of unique to that area to that location then people will come to to go there if you yeah. do it like the same items as like the harbour house then some people you'll just go to the harbour house or if the if they if the menu items are the same as cosmic rays you could just go to cosmic rays yeah well i think but at the minute you, I, don't, yeah. I think the harbour house might be shut at the minute right okay i could be wrong but i think that's why they've, they've moved the menu there right um but yeah no I, I i agree it would be great to see this place open more but it feels like now it's basically just destined to become the the dessert party location. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Every time I go past there, it's 
it's just closed and they like setting up for the dessert party or something like that or you know or you know it's it's going to be the dessert party later on that sort of thing yeah it's kind of like it always feels a bit weird I, I mean i've done a dessert party there and it, it was really good like, the food was great mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a shame not to see it open yeah i mean that's, that's the thing if you if if it's a dedicated dessert party area then sort of make it that yeah whereas if it's like oh oh there's a restaurant there we can go to and then you go there on the map and it's like oh it's closed so it's like <laughs> and it's like yeah open seasonally it's like really i don't I don't feel like magic kingdom has seasons anymore no i don't think that, i don't feel like disney world does to be fair no no it's always busy when i go now and yeah, i remember but... the times where i was going in october and it was just pretty much a walk on everything mm. not anymore yeah 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 so that's it. That is Tomorrowland. Um, let us know what you think of the land, what your favourite attractions and locations are. And um, do leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>